Welcome to the Heart of Weddings podcast with your hosts, Tia and Alice, a wedding photographer and event planner in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, where we're creating a home for vendors to connect, support, and grow together. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Heart of Weddings podcast. Today we have another special guest who's been on before. You probably have seen her stuff all over my Instagram, to be honest, because I love her work. Uh, We are here with Sharon of Glow Whisper. Hello. Hello again. What's up? Okay, so T and I are just so excited to have you back because you are um, so talented at what you do. You are truly an artist. You have so much experience. Um, and your journey has been an incredible one and I'm sure you have a lot to share with us, but we want to step, take a step back from like just the business side of things and go into more, um, in depth of like what shapes us, you know, and how we got to this point and from a more of like emotional and a mental health standpoint. And that's something that's been on our heart as well. And I know it's been on yours and also about just about family and friends and how they have shaped our journey in good or bad, you know, and the pressures that we've, we've faced ourselves to, to get to where we are and to get to where we are wanting to go. Um, so definitely just let us know how you're feeling about all that, where you want to start. Okay. Um, yeah, that is a huge part of my journal journey. I think, you know, um, uh, something that I've definitely struggled with is um, the mental health part of um, just being a business owner. It, it is very daunting. It could be scary. It, there's a lot of fear sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of, there can be a lot of success and joy and satisfaction um, and a, comp- a feeling of a compliment accomplishment of course so I think that is um something that I definitely want to talk about today for sure mm-hmm. I just don't know where to start yeah <laughs> so, so um how have you like when you first started how did how and when did you start to notice like that you needed to make sure that you're okay because of how your business is run is based off of you and your emotional state, your health, your everything. When did you start to notice like, Oh, I need to start prioritizing some things. Um, like with my own like mental health or yeah, mental health or just at being a, a business owner <laughs> and making sure it still runs with you being a whole person, whether it's mental right. health. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's really hard. Um, I think it's been kind of a recent thing, um, kind of my own, like, you know, phenomenon in my head that I, I just realized that, you know, if I'm not okay, I have, I have nothing to give to anybody else. Mm-hmm. So if, if my cup is half full or empty, I, I am giving nothing at the end of the day to other people. And that's the last thing I want to do because mm-hmm. we touched on our uh, first podcast together about, you know, um, just about what, you know, for, for me and for you guys too, like, it's important for us to, um, truly share ourselves, give ourselves and, you know, be the best for our clients. Um, so in my whole motto is like, just making everybody feel empowered and beautiful. And if I don't feel that way, I have nothing to give to anybody else. So mm. that's kind of like the, um, that's when I recognized how important my mental health was and how that has to be, 
you know, definitely priority number one mm-hmm. in terms of running my business. So, yeah. uh, can you share a little bit more about like if you are comfortable with your own mental health journey and anything that you have discovered about yourself and things that work really well and things that you know bring you down? Yeah. Um. So, a few years ago, um. I was diagnosed with major depression and anxiety. Um, Those are very, very common. Obviously, a lot of people deal with it. I think that's something that I've struggled with a long time, but I just wasn't diagnosed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Once I was, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think that was um, a huge breaking point. Um, That's that it's still an ongoing journey of course but i've done a lot of healing Mm. um throughout the years um yeah i think a lot of times businesses or running your own business can you know strike a lot of emotions and anxiety Mm -hmm. and fears um so i've just been learning about myself um a ton throughout this journey more than i ever have Mm -hmm. Um, but i think something that I have um, been training myself to do is like getting outside of my comfort zone, um, you know, saying yes to things, even if I'm scared to or feel like Mm -hmm. I can't do it. Because, you know, when I do finally accomplish that, I'm like, oh, I I could have easily done that all along. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, I know for me, like, that's the same thing. Like, uh, I think I've talked about on the podcast and I make jokes about medication, but, um, (laughs) girl, that medication train is fun though. Um, but it is like, and I think as like small business owners, especially now, you know, been watching, you know, the news. And, um, I think the thing that is so hard as a small business owner is the fact that there's not a security. There's not a a paycheck at the end of every Friday that is going to be the same amount with taxes taken out and stuff like that. And so that we have another level of stress in a great, in a good way. And then also it's anxious to be in that position, to not have a, a steady income, to not know what's happening beyond today. Um, and so that is like, like when I talk to other business owners, like you're like, you're anxious too. I'm like, yeah, welcome to the club. Like (laughs) it's hard. Yeah, no, exactly. And, um, you know, even though it's not, you know, a steady income, like a nine to five, it's still very rewarding. And there are times Mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, you, um, you, you gain some and you lose some and it's a, it's a process. It's fun, but it's also, um, very it could get kind of dark <laughs> yeah. yeah do you want to share some of those dark moments with me <laughs> oh my gosh let's get uh, real <laughs> okay let's get real guys um no yeah it definitely again it 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 shows um you know a lot of trials um such as right now <laughs> like um you know we're going through this whole quarantine we're at home we are stuck with ourselves at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. Um, So I think it's, you know, when you do have times where you're struggling, it really reveals where you are at Mm -hmm. mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, um, even of times where there is, you know, um, not as much security with your job, things being canceled and whatnot, 
um, I'm learning to still cope in a healthy way and also find joy in, in the small things and find joy in just like what we're doing right now, just communicating with each other um, and, and developing healthy relationships. That's, that's my main thing. And also I think during, you know, dark and depressing times, um, my like main coping mechanism is humor. So like, you, yes, girl. You, Tia, jo- joking about medication, that's like me. I joke <laughs> about, like, you know, it, it could get um, pretty dark. <laughs> but I, my, my yeah. humor is very, like, I, I think that's, like, the main thing that gets me out of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so to me, like, humor and just finding joy in everything is, like, what keeps me sane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah, that's same for me because, like, um, I know some people are like, that's not funny. And you're like, I'm trying not to cry right now. So it's either <laughs> this or it's the other one. Take a pick. Um, but I know, like, I feel like, especially for me, like we've talked about this before, like, or in between podcasts. And um, I think we just talked about in the last one, like I'm moving and all the stresses of trying to homeschool my kids. And um, I know that everybody's like, oh, you know, they're all in the same boat. And I think a deeper issue in me, not, I think I know. Um, and being a business owner and stuff is like, I put so much pressure on myself that I don't even discuss with other people. It's just like in my head. And I, I, cause I have this thing of not, I don't want to disappoint. And it's just, you know, it goes from like not a good family situation. And, um, so I have this like driving need to always like, I want to be like, not let anybody down. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard to be a business owner because sometimes you're, you know, maybe you have a client that doesn't, you know, like something or right now you're just like, I don't know, like I always want to go above and beyond, um, which I love to do. And I do think it's part of serving, but sometimes it can be like my Achilles heel Mm -hmm. because you know, like sometimes I need to stop and put myself first and not just, uh, cause I will run myself into the ground. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. Like for me, this whole COVID thing is a, I've been learning a lot, like lots of blessings within it, but a lot of like, wow, I have so much time that I'm not stopping. Like I don't stop mm-hmm. myself because I'm the type of person who, if I find something that's really fun or exciting or like, you know, keeps me going, I won't stop. Cause like, that's why I have problems with like food, you know, like I have a really good and bad relationship with food. I love it. But if, if I love it, I won't stop eating it. That's why like, I struggle with my health and all that too. But that's just my personality. I think I always have to keep going and have to do something and I can't rest and I have anxiety and like being still. And um, that's why like when I'm watching TV, I also have to be on my phone playing games and I'm eating at the same time. And it's mm-hmm. like this combination that <laughs> never ends. And then my boyfriend's always like, just stop like you should just stop and chill I'm like I can't I don't know how to stop I don't know like if I'm stopping like what if something else happens like I don't think it's FOMO I don't think it's fear of missing out I think it really is just like my own like if I'm not doing anything I'm not worth anything type of uh, mm-hmm. like message that's going on around in my head um, same z's girl same z's it's hard it's really hard and it's real especially for like our our uh industry too like we're servers we're helpers and we just feel like if we don't do anything we're not worth anything, which is such a lie. You guys don't believe that it's such a lie. And, um, learning to rest has been really hard for me, but I'm trying. And sometimes when I rest for too long, 
I kind of get stuck in that too. And I just don't want to go back to doing anything. And so um, I have definitely ups and downs, but you were talking about how things stem from your family life and everything too. And um, Sharon, you were saying earlier too, before the podcast about like family pressures and friend pressures and their expectations going into business and what they think you should and shouldn't be doing. Um, What is your journey in that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. First of all, amen to everything you guys <laughs> said. Um, totally with you on board. 1000%. I think we all struggle with, you know, that addiction to like stimulus and like the addiction to like be perfect too, um, as servers and, um, yeah, really with you thousand percent as for family. Yeah. I think it's, it's really hard because I, I mean, um, for me, you know, and Alice too, um, we are, you know, Korean Americans. We've grown up in, um, you know, Korean, a dominated <laughs> Korean household. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I think all of us have come from Christian households, right? Mm-hmm. Not me. Well, okay. my, my mom's JK. the only one. Mm-hmm. Okay, JK. Um, <laughs> JK. <laughs> okay, well, um, come from a very religious, um, you know, Korean, kind of strict um, household. Um, which has made me rebel a lot of times in my life, like so many times, <laughs> write a whole book. Um, yeah. So let's just say I've had many lives. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it's, they, there's so much like I could talk about. There's a lot of, uh, like deep rooted, like fears that I have, um, that stems from, you know, just the pain of like, and the fear of disappointing. Mm-hmm. Like what you said, Tia, is like definitely something that drives me a lot um, with my, I think the main person that I look up to the most in my family is my mom. Um, she had a, a beauty business. So she basically, mm-hmm. she had a nail salon. She was the owner for 18 years. Wow. Um, yeah. So like almost 20 years of just grinding, like mm-hmm. always at work. And when literally you know, like filing and grinding. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, bye Alice. I'm kidding. Love you. Oh, um, love you too. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, she grinding uh, nails all the time. Just like she has like carpal tunnel now. Like she can't mm. use the wrist. Like she can't, open bottles of kimchi like she has to like ask everybody for help now um in terms of that and she's she's like relatively healthy she's like only in her mid-50s um so yeah like with um you know kind of the standard of um you know being um you know a hard worker and everything in my family and also my mom, you know, um, she obviously, she, there were so many good things that came out of having her own business for 20 years, but I think she definitely, um, wished and hoped that she had done something else, mm. um, that is considered like, you know, something that somebody with like a higher education would, um, pursue, uh, such as like being a lawyer or a nurse, <laughs> that stuff in our culture is like, so, um, like, looked up upon like we that's what we strive for right mm-hmm. um and so kind of going against that grain like obviously what I do now is so not a part of the typical <clears throat> so a lot of people have question marks when they're like talking to me people that are Korean or um come from that kind of like environment they're like 
how are you doing this? And honestly, a lot of the times it's like more from like an, an intrigued standpoint rather than like critical, but mm-hmm. it's at the same time, it's like hard to be questioned all the time mm-hmm. um, about what you do. So um, I've had to deal with a lot of that from peers and family members for sure. They're like, um, and luckily for me, um, so much of my family, um, you know, my um, relatives and everything, they're so supportive, but at the same time, it's just something that hasn't been really done before. Um, so it's definitely um, hard to explain at times, like how I do it, how mm-hmm. I get by and how, I, how I'm trying to do this and what my dreams are and everything. Um, because a lot of the times people don't believe that dreams can come true mm-hmm. and your biggest, wildest dreams can come true. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's something I've definitely struggled with. And, um, with my mom too, I love her to death. Um, but she definitely in the past has been like, well, don't you want to st- pursue something like more steady? Um, so yeah, it's, it's been pretty rough, but it's rewarding at the same time. It's funny how I feel like our, um, the event industry, either like, you know, weddings or whatever. And that's how I felt about photography. I was like, well, that's a good, you know, pipe dream, but what are you, how are you going to make money? And you know, like, you're like, um, are you going to be a starving artist <laughs> forever? People are like, for real? Um, so that's hard to like tell and, and explain like the business, like we're running businesses. It's not just that we're it's not like you're playing with makeup all day. Like, you know, there's so many facets to it. And, um, and people sometimes don't understand and family members. And, uh, I've, I have to like hold my tongue sometimes when they're, you know, you get comments or not understanding. They're like, Oh, well, you know, not understanding, like even cause me, I'm like, well, I'm marketing to weddings. So I'm not going to just go and do everything. And they're like, well, why don't you need to make money and blah, blah, you know? So trying to explain like the intricacies, mm-hmm. um, to them is sometimes hard. <laughs> yeah. Very. Which is why I love being able to like do this podcast and talk to people through Instagram. And like the main reason I use Instagram is to talk to everyone and cause they understand exactly what I'm going through. And so, um, but yeah. speaking back to what you're talking about, Sharon, about family and all those expectations that are put on us, especially just from like culture, different cultures. I'm sure people listening have lots of different cultures and lots of different um, like stigmas and stereotypical things that we laugh about in comedies and movies, but are actually true, you know? (laughs) And um, a thing for like Asian culture, you know, is those high expectations, making sure that you're having that high paying job and you have a name for yourself and your reputation is really good. Um, I struggle with that a lot too, not in the sense that I know I need to do that. I know I don't need to do that. But in, in um, a sense that my, my dad is very much like that, the very, uh, he's actually Catholic, my mom's Christian, so am I, but he, you know, in Catholic culture too, they're more um, like do good, be good. And so um, you have to show that you're good. And so he struggles with me not being the typical, um, like our background is that my family moved, uh, my dad and my mom met, they got married and they moved here to America and it was just them two. And then they had me a couple of years later. Um, so, and then after that, my dad, you know, he lives in Korea now, but, um, long story short, and you guys know my story is very long, but long story short is that now it's just me and my mom here. And then our only family is like our church people and, and, uh, you know, the people that I've called friends and family now, but 
even now, my dad doesn't really know me very well, but he always tells me every single freaking month he messages me and says, hey, you should be a lawyer or hey, you should be a reporter. Hey, you should be a real estate agent. Hey, you should do this. You should do that. Oh, you should be a translator. Your Korean is so good. It's really not that great. He just, <laughs> oh my gosh, to the point where one time I got the president presidential award or whatever in elementary school for passing the physical, you know, test or whatever. And literally everyone gets that. Like everyone gets that. And he like showed it to all my relatives in Korea. And it's like, oh my gosh, look, the president signed it or whatever. And like made me look like some, I don't know. It was just so embarrassing. And so like, I had to like explain to them like, hey, actually everyone gets that. It's not very special. And, like, we all get gold stars. <laughs> exactly. But he just makes it, he just wants our rep- his reputation ultimately to be so good um, through me. And he's using those expectations. And so it's so hard when he puts those pressures on me. And so I was like, dad, um, I mean, I'm kind of following in your footsteps as in, I know I'm not making like a lot of money. I know I graduated from college and I know like a university or whatever. And I know I have my degree in these things, but life is hard and I'm not going to choose things that are just blah, you know, I'm going to choose things that I really love. And so um, uh, he, he was like, what are you doing now? And so I was like, Oh, I actually have a business. It's this, you know, wedding business. And I showed him like the links to everything, pictures. And every single time I talk about my business, he, he just shuts down. He doesn't reply. He sees it, doesn't say anything. And then he, he sends me articles like the week later, he's like, Hey, there's an article about this guy who graduated from Harvard and is now like making millions. I'm like, okay, dad, like, what are you saying? Like, I can't be that. I'm not that. And then I'd be like, well, actually I have my business. It's going really well. Check out my website. I sent it to him um, just last week. Actually, he didn't say anything. He looked at it and he didn't even reply. So -hmm. it's like things like that. It's very real. Um, I don't, I don't make myself feel any worse because he doesn't approve. I used to, but I'm totally over that now because just because of like so much outpouring of love and support from just you guys and this industry, I just know that I'm in the right place at at this moment of my life. And so um, definitely, definitely hear you on the pressures of like, how's this going to work for you? Are you sure this is the right thing? Are you sure? Are you sure? And then now he sends me messages of, you know, the economy is going to be really bad. You need to figure out something else. Like, you know, that's, that's this funny thing about, um, like, so, uh, I'm pretty sure I've talked about Dave Ramsey on every single podcast and I will, and I don't care about it. Um, but it's hard to like, okay, let me get my thought process. You guys, sorry, my ADHD. So with our house, like I was talking about it before that it's like a fixer upper Mm -hmm. and my husband sees a kitchen. He's like, Oh, you know, and I'm like, well, we can make do with it. And I mean, it's going to be fine and we can save up because we're really trying to become debt free and then hopefully, you know, pay extra on a house or save up for renovation rather than going into debt to get that or start doing some things ourselves. And it's hilarious how, even though like money isn't everything, how like even like if you're driving a car that's like not that great, like we did, we had two paid off cars for like a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and one was like my hoopty, man, it was falling apart. I had that sucker for like 10 years. Right. Like a lot of things didn't work on it. Like if I wanted to turn left, I had to hold down the signal. <laughs> stuff like that. And how like you can, you do equate like your worth to that, like to what, what you have or what, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, or money or what your title mm-hmm. is. And it's hard not to, in this, especially in this society, like not be like, well, 
I'm less because I don't make this or I'm less. And I've had to like train myself and, and sometimes just literally have to stop when I'm thinking like that and be like, okay, they're driving cars that aren't theirs because it's not theirs. It's not in their name. They're making payments. That sucker can take away in a split second, (laughs) you know, and that's not where your worth is. Um, it's just, and I think that's where like my anxiety of, of course, like being back on medication has really, really helped me not to be like spiral think Mm -hmm. into everything, but, um, to take a breath and say, does this matter? Um, and if other people, cause I feel like that get really anxious when other people, um, in my family or whatever, where I feel like I'm not living up to whatever it is, um, that has impacted my self worth mm-hmm. and really thinking of like, whose am I really, who do I belong to, who my, who was made me. And that is what's important. And even if they think the hate me, whatever, um, that's not what matters. And that doesn't change my self worth. Mm-hmm. It's hard though. So hard. It is. Yeah. And <clears throat> like everyone deserves gold stars, right? <laughs> yeah. No matter what, whatever you're doing, what, however much income you're making that never changes your value as a person and how God created you. Um, yeah, no. And like hearing that <laughs> you're, and your dad, Alice is it, it, it really like that in and of itself brings me like so much anxiety. Because, like, <laughs> I know how I can imagine, I can't even imagine, but I, in a way I can imagine like how, much stress that brings mm-hmm. upon you and then also with you Tia with your kids and like um moving and everything and and also just you know now you're gonna be like a homeowner and then you got you know so much real adult <laughs> stuff you got to deal with mm-hmm. so I can't even imagine um just that amount of fear but um yeah I just want to say kudos to you guys for dealing with that I think you guys are such strong like beautiful women for for even being able to push through that because that's so hard um you know just living up to expectations and expectations that you set upon yourself too mm-hmm. um so yeah thank you yeah oh oh you can always be on our podcast <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back next week yeah <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, so what have you found that has helped you with when you're feeling that? Um, and whether it be like on your family or you see things on Instagram, be like, maybe I should be doing this or that. What has helped you? Cause I, I really do believe like our thoughts are what need to be like taken captive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where a lot of things start with our thoughts. So what is something that you like have grounded yourself in or um that you tell yourself when you start feeling yourself slipping because I think that is a lot of thing with mental health as whether it's a business owner or not I know well especially for me is like I need to nip it there or it's just going to spiral really fast mm-hmm. totally so oh, from both of you guys but yeah t- yeah I think it's so important to check in on yourself because uh, your thoughts rule your world mm-hmm. uh thoughts become action it's, it's, um, you, there's a lot of like, you know, um, I think a lot of people struggle with the self-sabotage and, um, not purposely, obviously, but, um, you know, if you just don't check in on yourself, you can definitely spiral and start to do things or start to slip into old habits, like, you know, getting, um, like 
lazier or, or, or doubting yourself. Um, and I think I can definitely, even right now, uh, at this very moment, I'm struggling with that, just kind of being able to perk myself up again and like really um, remind myself of my worth. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, mental health, thinking, thoughts, everything, energy, it, it, I believe in it. <laughs> I think it's so important. Yeah. I mean, for me too, I totally agree in here because that's, that's where it starts, right? You got to be able to see it. And then there's a, there's like a, I feel like there's steps, right? There's things that you see and feel, and then you got to actually verbalize it, be able to say to yourself, Hey, I'm going through this right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the next step is like, sometimes just resting in the, in, in that place right there, just being like, Hey, I am going through this or just acknowledging it. I mean, that's a huge step right there. And sometimes it takes time to like process what that means. And then moving forward from there, I feel like that's where it's like, I don't know. Each step is so hard, right? There's so many things where you're going through so many different thoughts, not just because it's that one thing that's like in your mind of depression or, or pressure to be something or the comparison game or anything like that. It's like, you are a whole person with many different situations of life that have happened to you. You are a person who has many different world, like pressures from the outside of like your race or how you look or um, what your industry is or anything like that. So there's so many things that make you who you are. And then there's those like pressures from the other side. So they're always at like a war with something every single day, right? Literally every day. Like even waking up is a struggle for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Littlest oh things. Um, and today, just to be honest, like I made a choice to wake up at eight and I said, I'm going to wake up at eight, see what's going on in the world. And I'm going to like get to work. Cause I have like four different jobs right now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get to work. But really, to be honest, I woke up at one, <laughs> 1 PM, 1 PM. And I was like, I'm just tired. You ain't got today. no kids. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, dang, I'm sure Tia's like up right now. And she Girl, they one woke me up at 2 a.m. <laughs> and then 6 a.m. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine. But at least you're able to acknowledge that and be like real yeah. with it instead of like lying to yourself and being like, or, or just like, you know, like beating yourself up about it. Cause like, yeah, I, I oh. think like the yeah. wrong thing to do in that situation is be like, dang it. Like I, I told myself I should do this. I didn't like, how am I ever supposed to do this? It's like, just mm-hmm. it happened. Your body needed to rest. Like, yeah. um, it could be actually a really great thing that you rested. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it can give you so much more energy for something else. So yeah. that's true too. You can always, yeah, get up at eight o'clock or even earlier at 5am if you wanted to, um, another day, you know, yeah. Yeah. And not feel guilty. I'll, yeah. I'll, I will make myself feel guilty for not, it's so hilarious because you're like, okay, you, if it's something like mental health or like, I'll be like, I'm just sitting here not doing anything because I need to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'll feel guilty about resting. Mm-hmm. And so then I'll sit there and like almost berate myself. And you're not <laughs> resting because you're resting. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get that. It's probably on another level for you too because you have um, kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't so yeah, well, you guys can have them. They're really cute. They're potty yeah. trained, not really? to brag. I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, they're older now. They're what, four yeah. and eight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Four and eight. I hope they are. Yeah, the eight-year-old's still working on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got puppy pads in the back. <laughs> Just he mostly makes it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
but yeah, I mean, this conversation can go on and on. Like, this is something that I, I swear everyone is struggling with and we're not alone. And Sharon, I love that you keep bringing up that we have so many things in common because it's true. Like, we really need to talk about that more. We all have things in common and we all struggle with the same things. They all might look a little different for each person, but we all literally struggle with the same thing, especially if we're in the business world too. We're all struggling with the same thing. Some of us are more gifted and talented and have learned more as we've gone and are really good at those things now, but that doesn't mean that they didn't struggle with it either. Um, but also it's, I think it's awesome to be able to share um, if you're really good at something, share that with people. Don't hoard it and don't think like, oh, this is only something that I can know and no one else can know because that's not helping anybody. Like, yeah, it might help you get ahead and you don't want to share all your secrets, right? Sometimes that secret ingredient is what makes you. But at the same time, um, I feel like sharing with others in your pain and in your joy is definitely what life is about. And especially during this time of this weird time that we're in with COVID and everything. I think that the more that we share with each other, it's actually better for your business in the long run because people are just going to be honest with you and know that they can trust you and know that you're really good at what you do. And so they want to bring you business because they, they want the best for everybody too. So, um, yeah. yeah. And to let people know too, for all, everybody listening that like, just because, you need to ask for help or just because you're struggling does not mean your business is less does not mean what you do is less. Um, that, that is completely normal. Um, and speaking to self person here, that's, you guys can't see my little square on zoom, but, um, it's hard to be so open and honest and I'm a very like, keep it close to the vest kind of person. Um, so I get that, but it doesn't make you less of a business owner. Mm-hmm. One thousand percent. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> we uh, just like start like singing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like a beat. I was like, oh, boom. <laughs> 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 Uh, Tia on the track. Yeah. Hey. Oh, see, this is why I know you and I can like. I, I was like Sharon, and I can get down. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like this is a really good place to end because we're having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, so again, tell us, Sharon, where people can reach you, where they can go to get glow. Um, tell us everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Again, Instagram glow whisper and, um, my website is glow glowwhisper.net yeah. <laughs> if I'm there you can text me too mm. I'm, not, I'm not giving out my phone number <laughs> you gotta find it yourself yeah if you know then you know, you know, you know. do if some you know, PI work all right cool well everyone else please 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 continue to be safe stay home um, at this point, what today is March 23rd, and I'm not really sure when this podcast is going to be up, but when you're listening, I hope that you guys, you know, as a society, we're in a better place. Um, I hope that we are not in lockdown, stay at home, you know, but most likely we probably are because it seems like, you know, people are not really listening to what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, uh, so I hope you guys are keeping yourselves entertained. Please let us know if you have any questions. Reach out to us, DM us uh, at the Heart of Weddings. We love you. Please stay safe and have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you, friend, for listening to today's podcast. We are really serious about connecting, supporting, and growing together. So go over to Instagram and follow us at The Heart of Weddings or email us at theheartofweddings at gmail.com. You can tell us about a topic that you want to hear about, or if you're interested in being a guest on the show, we would love to hear from you. And we are so honored to be able to cheer each other on. Until next time.